their heads through the cracks of the parking lot where we used to meet. On a Saturday night, nobody stays home. We could keep the boredom at bay. All of my friends and the hangers-on would show up eventually. And the cops said, all leave us alone. It was better to turn a blind eye. Are the golden days gone for good? I thought that they never end. And I shouldn't feel cheated, but still I do. We were promised so much more. Mosses and molds are crumbling the walls of the Abercrombie and Fitch. While the rain gets in through the holes in the roof, laying waste to those beautiful people. And the buses still run every three days or so, even though there's nowhere to go. Since the money ran out, the jobs went away, broken down cars choked the streets. The golden days, they're gone for good. I thought that they'd never end. And I shouldn't feel cheated, but still I do. We were promised so much more. We were promised so much more. If I had a phone, I'd have nobody to call. I'm so damn tired, and I'm hungry again. If I had food, I'd have nobody to eat with. And I'm wondering where they all have gone. We were cast out from the garden, off to prison or war, meaningless work. So many are deep in the ground, oh, so many are deep in the ground. The golden days, they're gone for good, I thought that they'd never end. And I shouldn't feel cheated, but still I do, we were promised so much more, we were promised so much more Welcome home you've been away too long pull up a chair All this time I wondered when 
I would see your face again. Still it seems as if no time had passed us by at all. We'll pick right up where we left off. We haven't missed a beat. I'm yearning for the day when you'll always be at hand. And you won't go away to foreign shores. I'm yearning for the day when we all come home. And everyone stays near the ones they love. The skies are blue and still. It didn't take that long at all. So quietly here next to you, we needn't speak a word. The rhythms of the rain become our lullaby at night. And ever since the motors died, I've been sleeping like a child. I'm yearning for the day when you'll always be at hand and you won't go away to foreign shores. I'm yearning for the day when we all come home and everyone stays near the ones they love. By candlelight you sang to me my favorite songs of yours. I have to say there were some times they were all that got me through. You sang about the haste we take to get from where to where. Now progress seems so primitive, the clocks just move too fast. I'm yearning for the day when you'll always be at hand and you won't go away to foreign shores. I'm yearning for the day when we all come home and everyone stays near the ones they love. Welcome home, you've been away too long, pull up a chair. There's a climate, an invitation There's a rumor on the wire There are dreamers dreaming dreams for us Biological imperative For a life worth living for A life well lived in good company
for the literal interpretation taken solely at its word like those birds up in that sky above we too are meant to fly free set aside with no regrets everything we thought we knew and open up to something better there's a quiet invitation There's a murmur on the vine There are dreamers dreaming dreams for us For the literal interpretation Taken solely at its word Like those birds up in that sky above We too are meant to fly free We too are meant to fly free You are meant to fly free. And welcome to the Weekly Review with Roman. Today, it's Friday, July 19th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have a dog on my lap, so uh, I feel like uh, <laughs> I'm going to be maybe a little bit slower in terms of getting things together, perhaps. I uh, wanted to open up. There's a lot to get to. We've got a guest coming in at 1230. And wow. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. I have a lot in my mind I wanted to talk about. And also as I get here, it's uh, nice just to sit as well and listen to some music. And the last two songs we played, well, all three songs are by the same artist, same person. Uh, the last two you can find on YouTube, uh, Emma Darudi, and that's D-U-R-U-T-T-I under the audio manifesto. And that's the full album. It's the first two songs. And before that was Golden Days, which uh, folks can find um, under the Super 8. And 8 is in the number 8, Golden Days, by Willem von Spronson. And whew, so this person decided to... Uh, I'm trying to find the best, uh, most effective words to say, I guess, but this person decided to um, I'm going to uh, leave it to there's uh, an interview that was done with some folks who have been this person 
I, it's, I don't know why it's so difficult to talk about. And it's fine for me to talk about in person. And then here I'm on the air and it's like, oh, uh, to stop ice. Many folks have been protesting for years about ICE, which is pretty much the American Gestapo. They're rounding up families. They are torturing people. And this person went out there and went to sabotage ICE, which is pretty fucking incredible. And the police killed him. And... So this happened in Tacoma, and it's the kind of thing where a lot of folks hadn't heard about it, because I think based on the news, they the news tends to, especially corporate and mainstream media, they tend to downplay any resistance, like actual resistance, not necessarily police-ordained protests, but really, you know, folks organizing on their own. Because I think if people knew exactly how many folks are out there in various ways wanting to stop the machine and fight back against the state... Uh, I think people would feel a lot more hopeful and optimistic and more people would want to join up. And there are events that are happening all around the country. (sighs) And so this person also left some music behind. And so I wanted to share that as well. And the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's that kind of a thing. So this is an article that came out from the News Tribune, uh, which is... At, you can find it at thenewstribune.com, which is like a local newspaper in Tacoma. It was written by Stacia Glenn and Alexis Krell. It came out on July 18th. And here's some an audio uh, interview. Well, it's a video, but I'm playing the audio clearly because we're on the radio here with some folks who've been protesting ICE. See, so shut down. When I say abolish, you say ICE. Abolish. ICE. I'm here because I want this place shut down. I'm an interpreter with several organizations. I translate over the phone and some of them sound like third graders, fourth graders. And after every interview, every uh, victim impact statement that I translate, I vomit. And I cannot get over it. So after so many years of doing this and after so many months of fighting this particular spot, I can tell you that I cannot look away anymore and I can't stop. That is just the sign that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing. And we're speaking out. This is not fake news. I have people that have fought it and fought it and fought it until now. And now with the shooting, it woke us up, a lot of us. Still will as we know him, uh, I met at several counter-protest. He was always there, and he's very tall and thin and quiet and kind. And uh, he's a part of a group of protection. And I always held him when I saw him and thanked him. And the first time I did it, he said, oh my God, nobody's ever thanked me before like that. And so it became a thing with us. He's a kind, gentle giant and many people loved him. When I say shut down, you say NWDC. Shut down. NWDC. And when I say abolish, you say ICE. Abolish. ICE. 
Uh, if folks would like to read uh, Willem von Spronson's final statement, you can find it at It's Going Down. If you go to It's Going Down forward slash on Willem dash von Spronson. And it was published on July 14th. It's a bit long for me to read here. Uh, and also Crime Think also has written a piece about Willem as well. And so folks can can read that. And I'll do my best to share that on our page, share articles on facebook.com forward slash weekly rev. And I don't always get to it, but I would like to, if I say I'll get to it, I would like to get to it. I will leave this tab open until I can. If I haven't already shared it, I'm actually going to share it right now. So if you're listening live, you can find it on our page. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash weekly rev. And that'll be Willem's final statement. Please do share that with your networks as well. So I've shared that now. And perhaps if you're listening in the future, uh, it's still on the page. So please do check that out. There have been a lot of protests um, around the country against ICE. Again, ICE is not a very old organization. It can be abolished. It should be abolished. Oh, I get, oh, okay. Of course, it's fucking frustrating to recognize how many people partake in this, how many people defend this, when we know that that's an organization that's causing harm. There is an upcoming event that folks here in the Bay Area can attend if you are able. So I wanted to share that. Let me see if I can bring it up here. (sighs) Take me just a moment here. It's a block party to abolish ICE. And that will be happening on July 30th. Well, actually, it's it's a whole it's it's an ongoing thing. Join us to abolish ICE, July thirtieth from twelve p.m. to August twelfth at ten p.m. It's like a long term event. It's at six thirty Sansom Street, which is the ICE headquarters here in San Francisco. Details: Join us to abolish ICE. Stand together to demand an end to concentration camps where families and children are separated, imprisoned, and abused and murdered. To demand the abolition of ICE, DHS, police, prisons, borders, and all the state apparatuses and mechanisms that serve to lock people away and oppress us. Join our block party to make our presence be known. There will be free food and agua frescas, DJs and performances, arts and crafts, childcare and space for children to play together. This is a community event to build with each other and to let ICE know uh, we will not let them continue to arrest, detain, deport, and kill anyone. This has to stop now. So I'm going to also share this on our page. Again, facebook.com forward slash weekly rev. I will be sharing this event there as well. I'd imagine that these are events are also happening in other parts of the country. So please do look up something uh, based on your city, where you are. <sighs> Oftentimes I've started the show with a rant and I've been ranting, I guess, a lot off the air. So perhaps I've gotten a lot of that out and are um, also just wanting just to be here and just grieve a lot for all that's happened and it's not anything new it's the state is continuing to kill people and people in positions of power are continuing to lie about it and wanting to scapegoat others and it's just it's people in positions of power wanting to maintain control and thankfully more and more people are realizing this is not acceptable and people are coming together which is a a positive thing oh. so that's yeah it's positive oh goodness There's a lot happening around the world, and of course, this is only a 
two hour show a week and we only get to so much did want to share other other news that other news places aren't covering i don't know just feeling really chill today i guess that's a good thing i shouldn't question it i'm gonna go with it because sometimes i come in here and i'm so angry and i believe that it's, it's valid to be there's a lot to be angry about in the world and there's a lot to be sad about and frustrated by and something that has helped me is connecting with people and finding actions to go to and protests and organizations to support and people to support and using that anger in a way that combats what's happening. <sighs> in Puerto Rico, folks are have been uh, rioting and protesting against the the governor. There's a story in the, in the New York Times even covered it. Um, there's a, I'll share a, a snippet here. Puerto Rico's police department. This is like a, a side note from that. Um, in addition, this is another piece that's happened is that in Puerto Rico, the a police department says someone has broken into a police station and stolen weapons on the Southern part of the U S territory. Police commissioner, uh, Henry Escalera Rivera says in a department statement Thursday that the break-in occurred in the town of Guayama, a storage room lock was forced the night before and officers discovered that 30 pistols and 18 rifles had been taken as well as 4,000 rounds of ammunition. He says a message threatening governor Ricardo Rosello was found on a wall of the storage room. And I intended to have more information about folks who are protesting in, in Puerto Rico. The governor there is anti-gay and misogynist. And so folks are among other things and people are really taken to the streets to protest and it's inspirational. Uh, a PSA, I'm just going down. Sometimes I have segues into the stories today. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot going on. And hopefully my hope with the show is that for folks listening, at least there's one piece or one piece of information that you, people take away, something that you may or may not know about or wanted to learn more about, and that folks can talk to their friends and families and neighbors about, coworkers, classmates, and share information and organize. So for this is like a warning for folks up in Sacramento and that uh, the far right is planning yet another Sacramento rally on Saturday, J July 20th at 11 a.m. at the state capitol building. Uh, the rally is once again billed as a mainstream conservative event, but its main organizer, Jeffrey Perrine, is a known white nationalist and member of the state of Jefferson Proud Boys, which is one of the three local Proud Boy chapters. Perrine has incited violence against immigrants, engaged in transphobic street harassment, and participated in politically motivated attacks. And there's an article, um, I believe it's anti-fascist Sacramento has uh, posted more information about that. I'm going to find it right now just so I can provide further reading for folks who are, are in the Sacramento area and or know folks who are up there to, to stay alert. So yes, this is uh, Antifa Sacramento has posted this. So if you find their page on Facebook, they've shared this and actually I'll share it too. Why not? I'm going to share this again on the Weekly Review webpage so, again, folks can check out. Please let your comrades in Sacramento know that this is happening on July 20th and just to be safe and aware of, of what's happening. All right. 
Amazon Prime alternatives. Amazon, been boycotting Amazon for a while, as well as Whole Foods, for many reasons. I can go on to my list of reasons for boycotting Whole Foods. There's so many reasons. First of all, of like the five friends I know who have worked for Whole Foods previously, they've all had terrible experiences there, one of whom was fired for trying to unionize her coworkers. Secondly, they falsely were like gouging the prices of food there, which is just fucked up. It's already super expensive. There's a security guard at the Whole Foods in Grand Lake who has assaulted people. I have a friend who was banned from that Whole Foods as well for shoplifting, and I'm of the opinion that, hey, if you're hungry and you need food, you should be able to get food. Uh, especially when you're like a fucking super rich corporation. Also, something that the CEO doesn't like fucking healthcare. He's conservative. And in terms of also just not giving it, not being kind to the workers and not allowing workers to have healthcare, which is really fucked up. Also, I read a while ago that he was vegan. And I'm like, if you're a vegan and you open a store that sells meat, like something's a little bit shifty in that regard. I don't know. It's just not to be trusted. Uh, also, a oh, partnership with uh, Amazon. That's pretty fucked up. And Amazon partnerships with ICE and Jeff Bezos is pretty evil. We, we know this. I think any billionaire cannot have a conscience. If you have more than enough money that you could ever spend in your life, you're hoarding it while people don't have housing and food and health care. Uh, you're not a good person. I'm going to make that statement. Your behavior is not admirable. You're actually you're causing harm if you're hoarding that, that, much, that many resources. Um. Oh, also, okay, so I have a friend who used to work at, there's an independent cheese shop on 24th Street here in San Francisco, and so, oh, oh, yeah, so there used to be, like, a co-op, I think it was a co-op that was on, like, a healthy, I forget the name of it, it was on 24th Street, and it was, like, a co-op-ish food store, and then Whole Foods kind of moved in, and then that store went out of business, and then in addition, once Whole Foods opened, they would have folks go into this independent cheese shop, which is, you know, thankfully still around, but they would kind of come in and take a look and see what was at the cheese shop, and then go back and report on it, so they do a lot to get other independent businesses that are around and small businesses out of, they kind of just have a monopoly on, on the shoppers and do that kind of thing. And I remember in New York, when the one opened at Union Square, there used to be this really great like health food store that was a few blocks away. That closed due to the Whole Foods moving in. And I feel like there's there's even more. There's like a lot of reasons to boycott Whole Foods. So And also, if they're all alternatives. And that's the thing, too, I recognize is that not everyone's able to boycott. And I think with Amazon... Uh, some an argument that folks have made is that not every some people need to order things online. People can't support brick and mortar stores, and so they're I want to provide alternatives. And I think that's a super important thing in terms of finding out the kind of world we want to create. Is that I think a lot of folks would be open to that. It's just not knowing what to do instead. So I know there's a lot of information out there about alternatives to calling the police. And one big thing is you can just talk to your neighbors, get to know your neighbors, and find out what the community has to offer, and not using the state as a means to solve your disputes. So one of one of many things that folks can do, and there are trainings that are coming up as well. And I mentioned it on the show last week. I think it's on the 21st. And so yeah, it's providing alternatives. And if we create the world that we want to live in, we could, it's people will be less and less likely to go with what they know, which which in some cases is supporting evil corporations and police who have been known to kill and harm and assault and arrest people, defend neo-Nazis, break up strikes, have roots in slave patrols. I mean, that's that's the, the police in this country. Oh, harass homeless folks. Uh, yeah, that's just this is a small, a small piece of what they... Oh, also, there's a statistic that at least, I think, 40% of all cops are domestic abusers. So... This is just a, a piece of it. So how do we create a world where that, that position, if you're, you know, if you're signing up to do this job, you're also signing up to protect property and rich people. And how do we have a world where folks 
really just go in and support one another. Where criminalization is not an, an aspect of, of living, and especially since poverty is criminalized, it's criminalized here in San Francisco, which has this reputation of being this very liberal city or progressive city, yet the wealth disparity is very large. There's billionaires here, and there's thousands of people without a place to live. Over 70% of who used to be house residents here in San Francisco, many of whom are children. So we have the wealth here, just how do we redistribute it? And if you criminalize folks who are poor, it's fucking disgusting. <sighs> oh, yeah. So the good thing is that there are alternatives out there. There are things that folks can do, like sharing information. So some folks have put together alternatives to Amazon Prime. And I am going to... Okay, I've brought this up. I would like to... Okay, I'm going to share this here. And I don't know if I've shared it yet on... It's kind of like an indie-ish website. So I'm going to see if there is a link for me to share it on Facebook. And if not, I think I can. So I think I can, and I will. So I've shared it a while ago. I'm going to scroll down a little bit, and I will be sharing it momentarily on our Facebook page. Also, while I scroll down, uh, Trump had yet another fascist rally. Some folks are clearly calling it a fascist rally in Greenville. Uh, he's just having folks chant against Ilan Omar, who is one of the few politicians out there who actually speaks truth to power and should be protected. And I also just want to state that uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chelsea Clinton and Megan McCain and there are many other white women who have spoken out against Ilan Omar and, sp and spread lies about her previous to this. So I also think it's crucial to hold white women in positions of power accountable in terms of how things have escalated against Ilan Omar. Also, I'm just scrolling down, so we'll get back to the, <laughs> I'll get to the alternatives to Amazon. Um, so Native Hawaiian elders have been arrested. There's a telescope protest at Mauna Kea on the Big Island. And in Color Lines this week, there was an article about it. I'm going to share that once again now on the page. I would like to, I am in the process, I will say, of creating a, a companion page that's separate from Facebook, thank goodness, where folks can go and check out the archive and find articles that correspond to some of the stories that we get to because I don't always get to read all the articles I want to. I don't read them in full necessarily. And it's helpful to have to have a companion piece for that. Also, I'm going to speak it hopefully speak it into being at some point. Would like to have transcripts of the show for folks who are unable to hear. Also translations of the show. That's something I've been wanting to put into to effect for a while. So keep on speaking it, speaking it, speaking it, and need to act on it. So partially saying that, so I will do it. And also, if you're interested in helping out, please do get in touch. Also, protesters shut down the ICE headquarters in D.C. Reuters.com has an article on that. And here we go. I found the article about Amazon alternatives. I'm sharing it right now on our weekly review webpage so folks can read along at home. And also share it with your with your networks. So there's a lot of alternatives here uh, about for giving up Amazon. And they have a little bit, a piece ahead of time um, at the top. This is a subjective selection of our ideal primal placing bundle from the extensive options we've researched and tested. We think the average user uh, will, I'm gonna move this along here slightly.
Um, we think the average user of these alternatives to Amazon will be able to access a broader selection of goods, save money, and support more ethical business practices. So there's one called Wikibuy. Uh, it's a solid browser plugin that folks can use. Uh, there's also Ebates, which is a browser plugin that offers cash back at places you're already shopping. They say eBay. I know the founder of eBay, Meg Whitman, has given money to some not-so-great places, so I'm just going to comment that. Your, your public library and app, of course. Lots of great things at the library. You can do Overdrive, Hoopla, and Libby, which are apps which connect you to digital content for free. Biblio is a place they mention. Back Market, Cooperative Grocer. And they have a list of co-ops here, ShopRunner, uh, and uh, office supplies, electronics and furniture. They have a lot of links here, uh, some shopping alternatives as well. So if folks check out the link, there are a lot of alternatives to Amazon, so folks don't have to support Amazon. All right, we are going to take a bit of a music break. When we come back, we have a guest coming in in a little bit. So I'm going to continue playing Emma DeRudy's uh, The Audio Manifesto, and we'll be back in a bit. Stay tuned. As I lived somebody else's life all these years The costumes that I wore, they never fit I gave up every dream that I, I ever had For fear of standing up and falling down I truly did believe there's nothing I couldn't do. When I was a little girl, I danced till falling down. I sold myself so cheap for shiny things It all seemed so good And right at the time But what's this hollow feeling that I'm feeling? How did I come to believe what other people said? And how did I forget what I knew? Now I'm done with dancing Cause the music, it's gone for good out it's liars that told me it isn't black or white 
Their graves obscure the wrong from the right. And it's cowards that told me to even up the score to set aside the dreams of you. Cause that's a money in their pockets and it's no skin off their nose and damn the price we pay and fuck the little people. It's liars that told me it isn't black or white Conveniently, their graves obscure. The wrong from the right.
Welcome back to the weekly review. I'm joined here by a guest. If you please introduce yourself. Hello, hello to the large crowd out there. Uh, I'm Ian. Um, I'm just coming in because Roman invited me, and um, I do a bit of music in the Bay Area. Um, sometimes with Copwood, the band, but um, lately it's mostly been been with myself and a few, and sometimes with some friends. Um, I guess a lot of my music has tended to be about like my experiences with faith and. Uh, being queer and I don't know how that how that can get kind of messy yeah um I don't know I I like also work at a school in the area 
I don't know what else to say about myself, but we can start with that. Yeah, we yeah. played some of the music from your band uh, a few months ago, and I really enjoyed it. Thank so you. I appreciate like independent and local music, and I feel like it awesome. needs to be more people need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Thank so. you. Thanks for putting that out there. Yeah. yeah, I remember like growing up and having. I think there were more radio stations, and now it seems like things are more just kind of there's a lot of like pre-run mm-hmm. like station. Like I think there's just maybe fewer radio stations mm-hmm. and probably less stations that fewer stations that play independent music Mm, yeah it's nice to be able to share got you music here at the station yeah i would say that i don't really i tend to just listen to like 91.1 and Mm 102.1 um but i i went to like my first like quote-unquote like local i don't think i've been to like a super local band concert that wasn't like people touring from out of town Mm -hmm. until last night my friend jen clementa was playing at brick and mortar and like there's a couple other like really great indie rock bands playing out there and i never get to hear that so that was a good experience nice yeah i mean it's nice being in community too mm-hmm. and being away from screens like i'm of the generation where i remember time before the internet mm-hmm. and also so there was that time before and then also Whoa. having to adjust to having a cell phone everywhere mm-hmm. and having communicate and there's a lot of great things mm-hmm. about being able to communicate with people and also at sometimes it can feel really isolating yeah man that reminds me of um this kid that at the school that I worked at, I was listening to these two kids talk and one of them was like, how old is your mom? And she was like, I don't know, but I think she was born before iPhones were made. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, wow. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I guess that's not, I mean, I would guess I, initially my inclination would be like most people were born before iPhones were made, but that's not true anymore. It, I guess with, I, I mean, can't do the math. I remember I was at oh. like, I was at a job and this one of my coworkers came in with an iPhone and this was maybe in like 2006 or 2000, I think it was around 2006 or so, 2007. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, wow. Mm-hmm. It was like the same reaction to when a kid in elementary school came in with a vanilla ice cassette tape and everyone was <laughs> like, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that gives you some sense of my age, I guess. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's right. I used to carry around a flip phone to um, till like a couple years ago and every time I would pull it out people would be like oh my god that's so cute that's so retro and like you know people kind of like fawn over it it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. now I'm on the iPhone wave yeah, yeah. I, I mean I like I, I miss the flip, flip phones the only thing I really like about the like iPhone type androids is it like having a map I feel like that's helpful mm-hmm. but other than that Mm-hmm. you know i feel like it can be more of a distraction than a help a lot of the time yeah so i appreciate flip phones because they're there to do what phones do which is to call people mm-hmm. oh, that's true <laughs> they're so like multi-use now yeah i use mine a lot to record song ideas oh that's great yeah so that's how so does cool. your creative process work do you just get inspired and then you like sit down where you are and write notes or do you take time mm-hmm. from where you are mm, it really it really varies like music like each instrument each bit of the creative process is like different um usually when i first start with writing songs i tend to it's usually because i've been fiddling around with the guitar mm-hmm. it's easiest for me to start out finding like some chords that i really enjoy and i'm like oh this sounds really sweet this rhythm this like strumming pattern these chords while, while i'm just like exploring and it's kind of just a um kind of like this sounds like a weird analogy kind of like when i'm showering sometimes and mm-hmm. i kind of just get lost in the water and i have like all these other thoughts at the same time and it's like it helps me it kind of like relaxes me and helps me like kind of i'm kind of just like half like half concentrated picking so it's like sort of therapeutic and then usually like a melody will come afterwards where i'm kind of like humming over it mm-hmm. and like this this melody kind of sounds nice over these chords and 
and later like at another point when I'm feeling like a lot of emotions or something I'll like come come back and be playing and then and then I'll I'll have like a reason to be putting words to these melodies that's kind of that's like the most common way it goes down but there's like other ways other ways it happens too where it's like more intentional yeah 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 I appreciate musicians so much I think music can really like lift my spirits a lot and like the days I listen to music I just tend to feel better Mm -hmm. it's that thing where it's like oh I just all I need to do is put on some music and I just feel better about the world cool so are there days you don't listen to music maybe days I don't like if I put on like maybe a podcast instead of music Mm -hmm. like there's a public radio station in minneapolis called the current and mm-hmm. they play like a lot of i like hear a lot of new music that way mm-hmm. so and they also have like a station called the purple current that's dedicated solely to music that's by prince and where folks who've been inspired by prince or who inspired prince mm-hmm. so they have like just a lot of good music there so when i put that on and like no it's public so there's not like, not really advertisements yeah. or like commercials for anything mm-hmm. obnoxious so the days I like, I listened to it today on the way here, and I think it definitely helped me calm down a lot. Nice, mm-hmm. cool. I have not gotten gotten on the podcast wave yet. Everyone's telling me like, "Oh, have you heard this podcast? Mm-hmm. How about this one?" But I haven't gotten to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, there's a lot of it's. They can be really informative, and there's a lot of stuff out there. It's just a matter of what do I feel like I am have the emotional energy to listen to because mm-hmm. I tend to like more serious things. Mm-hmm. So I see. Yeah. Let's see. I tend to gravitate towards children's fiction. Okay. Um, fantasy. And also, I'm also um, really into like slice of life comics and fantasy comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are fun. So what are your favorites? You like? Oh, man. Um, I guess if people, for people who read comics, everyone knows about Saga, which is like really big, like sci-fi fantasy that doesn't do it justice. It's like a space opera comic kind of Um and then I have this spreadsheet of gay comics oh, that cool. I really enjoy. Um, it's not it's not published. It's not available for the wide public, but it's in my Google Drive. And like I, I don't remember all the names. Oh, one really good one. This um, a comic novel is called Nimona. Uh-huh. And um, it's just I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it just it took me places. Um, it's a I guess to put it in a box which I don't have to, but I will for the sake of, you know, just simplifying it. It's a, it's like a queer comic, but it's like set in a semi medieval setting, Hmm. but it's like very humorous. It initially seems like deceptively lighthearted, but then it gets really deep into like, I guess like deeper themes of like what even like identity, loyalty and friendship. Hmm. I can't, I can't do it justice, but I would highly recommend people to check out Nimona. So yeah, those are some favorites. Nice. That sound good. Mm-hmm. I appreciate queer, like queer anything, but then also queer art too. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, it's so validating just, and have, I mean, there was a couple of days, I think there was one day last week I ended up watching like Pose and then Euphoria and just to see like mm-hmm. trans characters is just so validating in a mm-hmm. way where growing up there wasn't, there, you know, weren't yeah. trans characters. Like they're very rare mm-hmm. or if it was, they're played by cis folks. Yeah. So it's been really just I don't have a I'm still thinking of like the words to describe it really but it just feels just validating yeah definitely so you said you watched Pose and Euphoria mm-hmm. what are those are those movies oh they're tv shows so oh. yeah Euphoria is on HBO it's fairly new there's mm-hmm. only been I think about four um four episodes so far mm-hmm. um and it's based on cool. like a young person who's in recovery 
and one of her really good friends is a trans woman played mm. by a trans woman so that's cool. like great and then poses a tv show on fx and it's about late 80s early 90s ballroom culture in new mm-hmm. york nice okay mm-hmm. i gotta check those out yeah yeah that's cool and also with with pose uh it's been uh, many episodes have been written and or directed by by trans folks mm. as well so that wow. also just obviously makes it better that's so sweet i don't <laughs> yeah. i can't believe i haven't heard of this mm-hmm. that's dope yeah Hmm. yeah so i remember like growing up and not really having like i didn't even know i could be trans like that was part of it like mm-hmm. i saw trans women represented sometimes but i didn't really see trans men represented until boys don't cry mm-hmm. and that film did not really sit well with me yeah so it's like oh i'm finally seeing someone who is kind of like me and then things don't end well for him so mm-hmm. it i think classic I, yeah, I think a lot of folks also had similar feelings about that film yeah yeah that tends to be i've heard that's like a trope in in films about like queer and trans folks where mm-hmm. like there's always a bad ending not always but like there's it's a trope there are bad endings for for those characters mm-hmm. but yeah something i'm trying to backtrack and no lost my train of thought but yeah I feel like, um, so I went to, I went to Berkeley for a bit and, mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of feelings about that school, but one of the things I do appreciate about it is that it was pretty normalized for people to, or there's a couple spaces that I was in where it was pretty normalized for people to, um, not assume each other's genders mm. and to ask about pronouns and, and just, um, it was like very, it's like a very simple thing, but also it's very meaningful because as when, once I graduated and left those spaces, it, it can be really frustrating. Um, especially in the places I work at yeah, where th- that's just not the norm and people are really, it has to be a conversation every time mm-hmm. about like, what are pronouns? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm still learning. I don't get it. Like yeah. I have a lot of questions, which are, which is all valid for people to be learning, but it's just, it can feel very draining to yes. have to explain my gender. And sometimes I don't want to, yeah it's awkward yeah yeah definitely it's having to constantly educate people which Mm -hmm. in itself is all right as you said but then it's like it feels exhausting when it Mm -hmm. becomes like a daily thing to do yeah especially in a work environment too Mm -hmm. yeah is that something you deal with often um, I mean, you could see I've got a dog on my lap, so I think I've also gone into certain, I have a lot of part-time jobs mm-hmm. and one, and it was like working with animals and like, yeah. you know, okay. pet sitting for, for friends of mine where there's mm-hmm. that, the dog doesn't care what gender I am or <laughs> anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So, but I also work as an actor and that's been, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like oh, if cool. I'm on like TV and film production sets, like there's very few that I see queer folks other queer folks Mm -hmm. like um actors and other folks there Mm -hmm. and it feels um it can feel really isolating Mm -hmm. at times like also being a like a trans man i feel like i don't necessarily fit in with i'm also more like identify as non-binary and Mm -hmm. so i don't feel like you know folks can be friendly there however if there's a lot of cis men and cis women there as far Mm -hmm. as i know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. it's yeah it can feel really isolating Mm -hmm. i think in terms of connecting with people yeah especially because some of those are, you know, you're there for one day and that's it or two days. And mm-hmm. so it's different, different than if, you know, I'm going to an office or yeah. a place where I'm there every day of the week and then you get to establish a rapport and get yeah. to know people. Okay. Yeah. That's different. That's a lot of like people in and out of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like a matter of like, who do I come out to mm-hmm. and is it worth it? And yeah. so like, I'll have like 
but I'll have like buttons and also based on how I look, people might not know. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'll like have like a sticker on my water bottle or like a button. I see. So yeah. then one time, yeah, I think I had a sticker on one of my water bottles that said like too cute to be binary that I got from a friend of mine. I have that shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And so there's a, a woman came up to me who's another actor and she was like, Oh, my kid is trans. Like I like your sticker. And so that mm-hmm. was really cool. That was See? a great connection. Yeah. So that's, that's been helpful. Nice. Okay. Random story about that shirt. Mm-hmm. I was wearing that shirt around my parents one time and I was just kind of like banking on, you know, their English is not that great. So and I think it's safe to wear this shirt. And then my mom came up to me and she was like, what does that say? Too cute to be. Someone said binary. And I, she was like, what's, what's binary? And I was like, oh, um, it, it's a bird. Cause I just, I just got, st- I was like, I don't know what to say. I was like, it's a bird. And she was like, oh, okay. Okay. But I don't know. I just think I just thought like the way she asked, I just did not expect her to, um, like pay so much attention to it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I like that shirt. It's very soft. It's very good to cry on as well. Mm. Yep. It's a great crying shirt. Aww. Just putting that out there. Um, but yeah, I feel anyway. Yeah. I feel you in terms of like, um, yeah, like not knowing when to, when to speak up about like my gender. Sometimes, um, sometimes like I'll tell people that my pronouns are they, them for the sake of like simplicity, but I mm-hmm. actually do prefer it when people mix up between like he, they, and she. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I say that people usually just use she mm-hmm. and that's, that can be uncomfortable for me. Um, but yeah, I guess like, I feel like very like creative and like fluid in my gender. And, uh, it's like one thing to explain like non-binary and then there's like to like folks. And then I feel like it's another, there's like, I feel like it, it becomes, it feels like too complicated to explain to people sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm kind of like polygender gender fluid gender creative so like mix up the pronouns like that feels like another level of explanation yes yeah yeah so i don't always i don't often go there unless it's with my closer friends mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely i feel like there's a there's folks i'm more open with it mm-hmm. you know and i think for from my own sake like initially when i had started asking folks to use male pronouns with me like mm-hmm. 11 years ago that took people a while to get used yeah. to. And then shortly after that, I was like, oh, but I feel more non-binary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think there were also just fewer folks who were using gender neutral pronouns at that time too. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like let it go. And now that mm. I think other folks, more more people are using yeah. and there's more of a, a broader conversation about it. Mm-hmm. It feels easier for me to, to open up about. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate when I, um, being in spaces where it's normalized for people to say like, Oh, what pronouns you feel like using today? Or yes. like, yeah. what are you feeling right now? Like just where it's normalized for like, they're understanding that like gender, gender can be fluid and gender, like how you, how you choose to identify can change. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very different from it kind of brings me back to, to like very different spaces, like growing up in church where people would be like, mm. man, those people are so confused. Like, what are they doing? And stuff Ugh. like that. Yeah. I mean, it's also just like so much in this culture, like American culture is just so like against like what they would call confusion even, Mm -hmm. or even just experimentation Mm -hmm. or that things have to be a certain way or rigid. And I feel like that's not good. You know, Mm -hmm. ideally everything in the world can be fluid. Yeah. Like why, why fight against that? Yeah. That's why. Okay. I like what I love and hate about queer people sometimes is like how, how like we're okay, we're so okay with like breaking binaries, but then yeah. we apply it to like everything, and then yeah, that that has helped me with like 
with like i guess i'll call it relationship anarchy like breaking the binary between like platonic and romantic mm. relationships and like thinking about things that way sometimes people can be really like extra about like in like humorous ways but not no good examples come to mind but maybe you know what i mean yeah 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 so i appreciate like i appreciate i do i really appreciate queer people for like i guess like because I, I feel like now I'm used to thinking things, thinking of things in terms of like, um, I guess like non-binaries, I'm okay with like a lot of different, like both ands mm -hmm. in like, in life in general. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I wish I had something, I wish I had like a more like concrete example, but none, oh. nothing comes to mind. Oh, that's, that's okay. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking of just how like, I Something that gives me hope is when I see like young folks in terms of the language that folks use in terms of like also seeing more and more kids who identify or like mm -hmm. are able to verbalize how they identify. Yeah. And I feel like, I guess that's in, to an extent has like always been the case, but I feel like maybe there's just more, it just seems to be like there was more overall acceptance over it. And I know that there's, there's always a backlash to progress mm -hmm. and at the same time it's really empowered, you know, feels really exciting to see yeah younger folks being able to, to verbalize who they are like, mm -hmm. i'm thinking of like young trans and non-binary youth for yeah. instance when have you when have you gotten to see that there's a conference called gender spectrum which is actually happening this weekend mm -hmm. um over further in the east bay i forget the yeah. place it's happening and i've mm -hmm. i volunteered there in the past working mm -hmm. with like fourth and fifth graders nice and it's so i mean it's it awesome it, wow i mean it just brings up a whole lot of feelings where there's yeah. that like wow i when i was this age i fourth and fifth I, grade mm -hmm. wow like i think i had some sense but did not again as i said like i didn't even like in college i remember i found a journal that i wrote when i was in college and then i knew mm -hmm. and i could write it to myself and maybe talk to some friends about it but i didn't i wasn't able to really take action on it because i didn't even know who to talk to mm -hmm. and i feel like the internet has helped with that in terms yeah. of connecting me to more yeah. information and people it's just that there's, I think there's definitely like a sadness of like, oh, if I had had more resources when I was younger, how would mm -hmm. I be different? How would my life have been different? Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Um, that reminds me of growing up. Um, even though like I was very closeted for, you know, until like, you know, until adulthood, um, a, a source of like, I guess of like learning about queerness and like being able to feel connected to that was Tumblr. Mm hmm I used to follow this Vietnamese, um, yeah, Vietnamese queer activist who would like blog a lot about Asian American politics and, mm. um, yeah, and about queer politics. And that was like a way for me to feel like, like, even though it was Tumblr, it felt like a form of like media re representation, yeah. they had, like a larger platform. Definitely. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Who was, um, who hosts Gender Spectrum? Is that the name of the organization? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I tried to volunteer for them last year, but it didn't work out for my schedule. But I yeah. would like to do that because that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like yeah. Friday. I think Friday is maybe like the professional. There's like one day that's just for professionals, like folks mm -hmm. working mental health, for Got instance. You. And then the Saturday and Sundays are like for families. Mm -hmm. So they would have workshops for like adults. Yeah. And then they would have for volunteers. We would they have like the kids sorted out by like different age age groups. Mm -hmm. So and that's for like trans gnc youth that's and awesome. or siblings yeah. of of youth that's so cool yeah yeah i feel like my school could really i feel like my school has a couple of kids who could really use that mm -hmm. yeah there's definitely some kids who are i think yeah who need people to talk to but um haven't had that haven't had the space to do that oh, at the school I, like i've thought of like 
training to become a counselor. That's like something I've thought about too. Yeah. Like just how crucial it is, especially for young people to have someone to talk to, especially if they don't come from a, a household where parents understand or are accepting. Mm-hmm. And even if they are just to have other adults in their lives who have been through that and have an understanding of what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I was actually, um, it always like stresses me out when kids like open up to me about like really like difficult things they're going mm-hmm. through. And I'm like, ah, I really want to, I want to make sure you're okay, but I only have like limited power in your life as an sure, educator. Sure. But, um, recently I also work as an outdoor educator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a sea kayak guide for the summer. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, I love being outdoors is so important. Um, but yeah, I was, I was on a trip recently where one of the kids, um, start opening up to me, um, really, really unexpectedly. Like one moment he was talking about pranks and like growing out with his friends. And the next he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm planning on becoming a woman when I get to college. And like, I'm, I'm not going to tell my dad and I'm going to wait till I have independence. And and I was like, ah, thank you for telling. Are you okay? Do you have people yeah. to talk to about this? And he was like, nope, I do not. I don't have people to talk to. And like, I told some of my friends at home, mm-hmm. they were nice to me about it, but I can't tell anyone who I'm here with right now. And like, oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a, that's a whole lot. That's yeah. a, that's pretty heavy. And, and he was like, do you have any, do you have like, can you give me woman's clothes? Cause I want to take some home. Mm. And I was like, I, I can't do that. But, um, I, I was like at least able to pass on like some resources yeah. to, with like con- his consent to his counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, like some like LGBT like centers and some like their youth meetups and, um, and like some hotlines, which is like, I, it's like a start. I just, it's, I feel like it's really hard when you're, when you're young and you don't have your autonomy and independence to, mm-hmm. to go around. And on top of it, he's like in a camp with, with like folks with developmental disabilities. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of adults are really limiting like his, his options mm-hmm. for, to like make his own choices. I of see. course it's, so it's like, it seems like a pretty difficult situation to be in. Yeah. But yeah, the hope is that. I just hope that, you know, he's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great that this kid felt they were able to open up to you. Yeah, definitely. And that's a big deal. I think having mm-hmm. one adult in your life who you can speak your truth mm-hmm. to makes a whole lot of difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. It can make a big difference. And also I'm like, there's room for so much, yes. for so much support to come in. Definitely. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not really like, I don't really, I'm not really in a position to like stay in contact with this kid, but mm-hmm. yeah, I hope things are going well. Yeah. I hope that the the kids at the gender spectrum, I'm, I'm like so curious, um, what their situations are like. Cause I can't imagine that a lot of their families are supportive, mm-hmm. but they're at the conference. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too, where the parents at least can recognize that this is something that their child is going through and they mm-hmm. want to help out as they can. So they have access to the resources. And mm-hmm. also I feel like the conference can be a little bit cost prohibitive too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's okay. also an issue where I think only certain populations, I think okay. there's probably, they probably offer scholarships. Okay. Yeah. But, but conferences tend to be pricey. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's, that's that an barrier? element to, yeah, it's, it's a barrier for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but some, I've done it. So I think I've volunteered maybe three, around three-ish years and something that was really cool was going back to see kids who had changed from the previous year and like felt mm, a lot more confident that's awesome. in who they are so that's that so was beautiful. really yeah that was like oh really God. reassuring just to to see that and to mm-hmm. know that and then also if the parents are there to learn and to make connections and yeah that felt yeah that feels good oh my gosh i'm just like tearing up thinking about that that's so beautiful to see that growth mm-hmm. wow yeah 
and all, I mean, all it is, not that it doesn't take a lot of work and organizing to put that conference together. And at the same time, it is just, wow, all it takes is people to accept and to listen and to validate people. Like that's all it takes to make the world a better place is just to listen to people (sighs) and believe their truth. Yeah. It's, it's so hard. I mean, oh man, it just makes me sad thinking about this because that's beautiful. That's happening. And I'm also this makes me think of like all my friends who, despite the fact that people say, you know, the Bay area is so accepting, there's a lot of conservative pockets and yep. especially like, it seems like children with immigrant parents or children. I know like a lot of, um, well, I guess they're adults now. A lot of like people who, whose families, um, are just, you know, very conservative and live in the Bay area and they're just like not out to their families, mm. but at least like they can be out to some of their friends, but there's like, yeah, I'm just thinking about my friends right now who like have are facing a lot of those limitations. Mm-hmm. I guess that's that's me in that situation as well. Where I I would wish I would hope like one day um, to be able to talk to my family about this kind of stuff. But um, it's funny I can like I'm I'm like because of the circles they're in I trust that they're probably not going to hear this podcast and me talking so openly about being queer. But um, yeah, I. I guess I'm just, yeah, I'm just sitting in this like moment of like sadness and wishing like, uh, I just wish everyone could like have that kind of support. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If, and I think if folks really knew what was at stake and what it was about, people would accept and or learn to accept. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. You would want people in your life to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It seems like I feel like I've had some conversations with people too, or, or like listen to yeah, family members who, despite knowing, like, the, it seems, like, so hard to, to convey, like, the pain that it causes to not have the support of family members, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, like, they just don't get it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's, like, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, it makes me think of, like, the, one of the songs I wrote with my, with my band, Cop mm-hmm. With a Band, um, Cause that's kind of what one of the songs is about. Like if you knew, like if you knew mm-hmm. what you do to me, would you change your mind? Mm-hmm. And it's like, do they know? Can we really explain it? Can we really explain the impact that you're having by, by not like, by not being accepting by not, um, I guess like by not, um, I just like, yeah, by treating us the way you are. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I guess I always have that question. Like, what does it really take for people to change? Cause sometimes like, I feel like I've shared very vulnerably with people about the impact they're having. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about a lot of Christians, um, like young adult, young, young Christians who like have grown up in like the liberal Bay area and understand, or like have like an understanding of like our like political context and what's like politically correct. Yet, despite growing up here, um, a lot of like evangelical charismatic young adult Christians are still in the camp of like, I don't like, I don't agree with your lifestyle, mm. but like, I'll love you. And I'm like, mm, that's disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> I can't is. deal with that. And it's yeah. very subtle too. Cause, um, yeah, a lot of like these evangelical, like young Christians I know are like the, they'll be on the DL. They'll be like, they won't be super like open about, um, what they really believe because they know that that's like not acceptable to larger culture in the mm. Bay area. So they'll like, it's really weird. Like they'll, I know some, some of them who are like, you know, they're friends with queer folks, but they haven't disclosed mm-hmm. their beliefs about queer people. And oh, interesting. It's very interesting. And, and then sometimes I'm like, do I, should I say something? This is awkward. Mm-hmm. 
then yeah i'm not entirely sure how to navigate those situations yeah yeah yeah, I've met a few folks over the years who have been brought up. Like, I myself, I'm not, I don't consider myself to be religious. And I've also mm-hmm. met folks, like queer folks who are. Mm-hmm. And so they've done work within, you know, religious communities in terms mm-hmm. of, yeah, how to navigate what, I know there's a lot of affirming churches and mm-hmm. temples out there. And then there are other folks who are not. So I recognize it must be difficult if you're brought up in a community and then to have to advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like what happens most often is that people leave because mm-hmm. it's just like, how do you, how do you, I don't, I wouldn't, I didn't know how to counter, like, how to go against the grain in, like, a powerful institution. Mm-hmm. But um, some churches, I, I was going to Oak Life Church for a while. Mm-hmm. They're an affirming church that meets at the New Parkway on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciate how, like, I guess, like, justice-oriented they are. But honestly, I'm like, I guess, like, faith is not. Uh, being part of a faith community is not like a huge priority for me right now. So I don't, I don't go regularly, but I do like appreciate that space a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Also speaking of, um, like queer youth, um, I recently, I recently collaborated with the alphabet rockers. Have you heard of them? No. Yeah. So they're like a, they're like a, how would you say, I I don't, I don't want to do them wrong, but something like a, a very like justice oriented kids hip hop group. Okay. So it's, it's pretty cool. They're, I think they're, yeah, mostly based out in Oakland. They're just, they're about to put on an album okay. uh, that's like coming out on August 8th. I'm actually going to play with them at, at Oakland Pride. Oh, great. Yeah. And that's so, in September, right? Yeah. It's in September. Uh, and they're having their release party at 7th West, like, yeah, on August 8th, I think. Okay. Um, something like that. But yeah, so the Alphabet Rockers, their new album is like mostly about centered around like queer and trans youth. Mm. So that's been really dope to see. Like there's a lot of like like queer and trans youth like featured on the album, I think. So I'm looking nice. forward to hearing all that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's oh. going to be fun. Makes me really happy to to see young folks have their ever voice. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it was actually like a um I think their process is like a lot of families and a lot of like ch- queer and trans children mm-hmm. were like informing their songwriting process. So mm-hmm. that's like, that was kind of exciting to hear about oh, and to nice. see. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, I don't know what, what, um, how do you usually, um, I don't know what I was, I don't know what I was going to say. I think I was going to ask, like, how do you usually wrap up like conversations or like to close out with people? Oh, we take, I mean, we take breaks or we can, you know, we can wrap it up. So mm-hmm. if there's anything you wanted to promote, I know like there was the band that you were with too, a, a folks. Yeah. Cause we played some of your music earlier from your solo album. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I thought if you wanted to uh, direct folks to listen and, or buy the album online. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's so like, funny. I forget that people have the option to buy it. Yeah. Uh, Cause like everything's free. Yeah. It's on Bandcamp. Um, yeah. It. Yeah. So my, I put out an album, I guess it's a little EP. Um, and it's mostly about some of them sound like love songs, but they're actually mostly about like my relationship with, um, with faith or I guess like, yeah, it feels weird to say it like this, but my relationship with God and mm-hmm. like, figuring out like is do I still believe in God like is my is this like still a connection I I have um so that's what a lot of those songs on the album are about though one of them is actually like about an ex as well um but anyway it's called it's called was it you it's on iTunes it's on Spotify Mm -hmm. it's on Bandcamp um just under my first name Ian and um yeah I just put it out last week and I'm also playing a little show 
oh. on Sunday night oh, um, at Seventh West. Okay. Yeah, right, right by the West Oakland Bar Station. So that'll be a good time. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for sharing some of my music. Yeah. Thanks for for being here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll take a bit of a music break. I'm gonna play the the first track off. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll be back in a bit. So cool. stay tuned. Thanks, thanks for being Roman. here. Yeah. Thanks, Roman. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you.
When was the last time you felt pain? Not just the pain you wear on the outside, but the kind that hides on the inside, the kind that digs deeper than bone and marrow, right? Scars in your most hidden and intimate places where spirit and soul are stripped naked, drowning you in a pool of poison, so hold your breath. Because often that becomes our best attempt at survival. We all carry broken hearts, unpacked baggage, and spines with stab wounds, but it is because of pain that we can know what healing feels like. Like when the calluses of a wounded past become calluses on a musician's fingertips where verses, stanzas, metaphors, melodies stitch a tapestry together that makes our wounds whole. So don't hide your scars because they are the art of healing. Father only hold me with the hands of time They say it's not much farther Just wait till you feel alright But talks do not stop the drops No move these wounds counterclockwise Where's the light when you're blinded by your hindsight But hey, pain makes the prettiest thought And you painted a Picasso when you gave me these scars So your past is my present Since your present seems far The mistake was yours but now I live with skeletons in the dark Only got two cents to change your mind 
Will I pay the price? Will it suffice? Do we need to show the other side? If we go rewind, see that through my eyes. Will the past have passed the minds? Would you have lied? Would you have cried? Would your place swap sides with mine? So pay homage to the blade you caused. I broke a leg. A crying clown's comedy, so humor is funny. And one person's pain is another's forgiveness. So I hope your mirror smiles when it sees what you did like. Shouldn't be strange, just mind not saying hi. So if you're down to be a we give me a French goodbye. JK, no game, but hope you let me shoot. Cause you were slam dunk in the Filipino hoops. It's just my yes, God bless your mama's womb. Make professors break his vows like American I lose. <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough, man. Bumping old gay seal, waiting for a slow jam. Cha cha, salsa, whatever you wanna do. Oh, we can keep it chill, just step forward. There's something about you that keeps me up. 
floating on oceans, frozen in motion. This nation's so divided, but generations are quotient. But dividends multiply for the 1%. Give the Caesars what is Caesars, I double checked every cent. In God we trust was written on one side, America on the other. No difference if we tax a tide. Took 12 steps on a stairway to heaven that doubles as Jacob's light. I pray I'm in the right direction. Pastors preaching to the choir without a sermon. Going off the cuff, think he needs a sleeveless. Many tricks I try to skip between the lines. I'll try to hustle peace of mind for my inner demons. I know I'm bleeding, but don't know where the hurt is. How many rotaries were curses? Someone tell me where the church has got drunk of cocktails of opium in the Eucharist. And realize my religion was playing Judas. I get down on your knees. Tell me what you see. Pray to your religion. Hope you come with your So what's a true religion? Uh, consumerism. Just check the genes of American denim. So my soul, but didn't account for inflation. Gentrification, the euphemism for segregation. New Jim Crow, we're in the same chains we waited. For change so long, the great so rap became raisins. Huh. Across a gold chain, self into an idol. But I'm looking for a silver bullet under stacks of automatic rifles. Uncle Sam playing the bad dad with America's Bible belt coiled in his fist. Preachers cracking trippers for a whip. One step away from a 40 and slip. But Hate is the seed, races the weeds, and the root of all the seed will last some blood on the leaves. But if he so walks, man, tell me where the footprints. My neighbor could really use a serendipitous running with a good Samaritan, but America's in the eye. Never think a hypocrite, tell me which one am I like? There is nothing abstract about the term neighbor. I grew up learning that it's more than a description of a person next door or on my same block. More than proximity and closely held beliefs. Much more than how they interact with the world, how they interact with me. A neighbor is someone deserving of love from the creator, from fellow humans, from the universe. Yet, when I say my neighbor is undocumented, you start to fidget. Where I share my love for my neighbors in SF, you get squeamish because isn't that where the gays live? It reminds you of Sodom and Gomorrah, even though that city was destroyed for injustices facing marginalized communities, Ezekiel 16:49. When I tell you my neighbor is Muslim, you question if I'm still Christian, that's interesting. Well, 
my fellow Christian, listen. I'm tired of the double standards of the alternative facts saying who my neighbor is, when everyone is created in the image of God, except apparently for the people you deem deserving of wrath and punishment. HIV AIDS is not from God. The post-shooting is not punishment from heaven, not part of God's plan. Trump's wall and travel ban against Muslims, refugees, and undocumented is not part of God's plan. I'm tired of the same conversation on who my neighbor is. It's not some abstract word. It's quite simple. Get it through your mental. My neighbor is incarcerated, is homeless, is queer, is Muslim, is refugee, is you, is an image bearer of our creator. Deserves love, deserves hope, deserves a listening ear. Deserves love, deserves hope, deserves a listening ear. Deserves love, deserves hope, deserves a listening ear. Deserving, worthy, gosh child. had magic maybe they do but i never saw them fill 12 baskets wish this man upstairs would leave the attic the tomb may be empty but i seen a lot of full caskets i used to laugh more now i just play actor family thinks i'm just tired that's what i wear this mask for surprise me how much i can hate the man in the mirror but i got real good when i forgot what i was here for mama may i ask why I can't find an alibi when I look into my own eyes. Self-love, self-hate, do we master fate? Or is life a gamble, which hand should I play? Devil's knocking at my door, kept it closed, he come for more. Do I wear halos or horns? Get so rose, so carries thorns. When does night turn into morn? Been so cold, when will it warm? Pens upon my road, a song, lullaby, so dreams live on.
Is there a word for this moment? I believe. The moment where you're warring between two thoughts. I believe. Where those thoughts are you and you're confused on who to follow and which voice is true. Is there a word for this moment? Where self-doubt meets self-confidence and you're trying to be humble, but they're asking you to choose. Choose which voice is going to reign over you. Influence your next decision. Choose which voice you're going to let be you. Choose. Is there a word for this moment? that we brought in Gabby Ryan and gotta give big shout out to brother brother on the beat check him out on SoundCloud really dope producer in the Filipinas so thank you so much for this beat yeah and thank you Nanashka and Derica and your adorable kids for coming out yeah for coming (laughs) out to our gigs performing with us and just hanging out with us yeah and of course thank you so much to everybody who made this all possible by giving to our GoFundMe uh, slash Venmoing us. Um, yeah, so thank you, Mindy. <laughs> Jazzy. Caroline. Alexa. Allie. Lauren. Hannah. Kristen. Melia. Erms. Shell Shell. Kuya A. Aaron. Natty Ho. Gloria. Chris. Monica. Carolyn. Matt. Chuni. Ate Anna. Lisa. Kuya D. Alina. 
Hiram. Ising. Ate Ayana. Justine. Ate Bianca and Kuya Jeff. Mioi. Jordan, aka Jordan. Lauren Lee. Jeremy. John. Jay Bok. Nate. Angelo. Justin. And of course, the Prince family. Thank you so much for letting us also use your garage to be a tried and true garage band. We love you so much. Thank you. And your kids. Yeah, and thank Shout you to everybody, me. all the friends who made this possible because y'all believing in us, that means so much. And that means that we can actually make this album. And I never thought this would really happen. So yeah, same. yeah thank you, everybody. Yeah, so I guess until next time. I mean, hopefully there'll be another one, right? I mean, in like five years. Yeah, maybe. five years or something. Maybe when we're all yeah. in our 30s. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, yeah, hopefully. But until then, we'll just say see you later. Oh, that was dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That was good. All right, and welcome back. Ended up playing the full album there. That was Couple of the Band, and you can find them at coupleoftheband.bandcamp.com, and that's K-A-P-W-A-T-H-E-B-A-N-D.bandcamp.com. And you can find Jan's work at yian.bandcamp.com. And again, thank you so much for being here. A really great conversation. I appreciate having conversations with folks and just feel, feels good. So we are rounding out the show here and um, getting ready, to, getting ready to, to head out. Did want to play an audio clip, so... Folks have been protesting in New York as well, demanding justice for Eric Garner and Eric Garner, who was killed by the New York Police Department, and his daughter, one of his daughters, uh, died in the last, excuse me, in the last couple years, demanding justice for him as well. And with the justice system not being just at all, folks have taken to the streets and um, went to. Uh, Daniel Pantaleo's home in Staten Island and were protesting in the pouring rain demanding justice for Eric Gardner. So I wanted to leave with folks uh, chanting and demanding justice for Eric Gardner. Uh, if you'd like more information, um, I don't, again, I don't I only get to a few of the stories here. Uh, follow, you can follow me on Twitter at R-O-M-A-N-R-I-M-E-R as well as on Facebook and uh, facebook.com forward slash weekly rev. Also, Mutiny Radio. Uh, there's lots of shows here. If you're interested in having a show here of your own, you can uh, do so. Uh, we have Patreon up, patreon.com forward slash weekly rev. You can also donate directly to the station. There's a lot of things happening here. Um, yeah. So thanks so much for tuning in and big thanks to all the folks out there making the world a better place. And uh, we'll be back next week. So have a, have a great weekend, everyone. No justice, no 
give up We don't give in We don't consent to any shackles We don't back down We don't surrender If our backs to the wall We grow bigger Bigger and stronger Stronger and wiser Our resolve Is unshaken Our roots are deep and many now This tree has come to take its place All our branches rioting in leaf tonight We will not yield One inch of freedom Or bow down to anyone We don't submit We don't comply There's just a couple things that's bigger than that Namely life Life and living Mainly life A life worth living Air to breathe and stars at night No rush to end our visit here helping hand when a helping hand is due and we'll lay down our arms and do it gladly the day that we all Walk free Yeah, we'll lay down our arms And do it gladly The day that we all Walk truly free Yeah, free Truly free Free to live a life in harmony Nobody over me, and nobody under. Everything for everyone, and no one left behind. Free, truly free. Free to live a life in harmony. With nobody over me. Nobody under Everything for everyone And no one left behind Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? 
Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage in the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Time. 
Hey, Mutineer Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normal